Okay, welcome back to Teaching with the Body and Mind. I'm Mike, and I'm here with Ross. Hi, Mike. And Joey. Hey. And Tom. Hi, Mike. Hey. So today I wanted to talk about the way that two adults can be in the same situation and just see things completely differently. And of course, being me, it's going to be about rough and tumble play. So I was with a group of kids today that we were on a field trip, and they were first and second graders, so slightly older group than I'm used to working with, but... We were waiting for a bus, and it was a city bus, so we had to get there you know, ahead of time. So we had 10 minutes to kill, I guess would be the word. And there was like a grassy area a bit, like maybe 10 feet away from the bus stop, from the road. So I thought, okay, why don't we come over here and play? And there were kids that I know like to sort of push each other around and stuff. So I said, if you want to play rough, you can play over here, but you can't do it near the street. And, and then there was like a person's yard with a for sale sign. And you can't go in there yet, right here. So it gave them kind of a boundary, and they were sort of shoving each other. And one of the teachers from that classroom came over. I'm the supervisor, so I was there too. But one of the teachers came over, and you could see she's looking at these kids jostling each other. And they're just sort of pushing each other and laughing. And you could see her like, uh-oh, I've got to get this under control. And so she immediately started singing a song about, you know, hey, everybody, look at what I can do and doing a movement. And then said, okay, and, you know, Ross, what, what can you do? Show us a movement. And she's quickly trying to go through the song to try to give people a turn. And the kids were sort of doing it, but a bunch of them were clearly not interested. So I just sort of went a few feet away and just said, well, if you don't want to do that game, you can still play rough over here. And so some of the kids stayed and did the song and other kids came over and were jostling. I don't know, a few minutes later, I could see her sort of see it. Most of the kids would rather play in this freeform way. And so then she's like, oh, oh, I should have brought a ball. And then she reaches in the bag and there's extra socks. So she rolls them up into a ball and says, here, why don't we all come around in a circle and we'll throw this ball to each other. And she hands it to someone and said, go ahead and throw it. And so the kid throws it at his friend as hard as he can. And it's a sock, you know, so it doesn't hurt the kid. But the kid starts laughing and picks it up and throws it back as hard as he can back at the other kid. And the teacher was just like, whoa, you know, let's let's throw it so they can catch it. He's clearly still trying to get it under control and have this game that she was in charge of and had the rules. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, a bunch of the kids again drifted away. So I just had them they came over and they were kind of went closer to the street and instead of playing rough they started pointing at the cars and yelling pull over pull over and you know we're saying they're going to give the cars tickets and stuff and they're cracking up because they thought it was the funniest world be able to tell people to pull over and then finally somebody did the arm the universal sign for honk the horn you know the, mm-hmm. i don't know i'm glad to know that lives on in i know because yeah. i don't think anyone honks a horn this no, way anymore no. but I think it was Sha Na Na also. That, that, that's a truck driver's thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a truck driver. Mm-hmm. Anyways, people started honking, so pretty soon all the kids are doing that. And, you know, I looked at it as, look at that. These kids were just playing around, and the 10 minutes went by, and the bus came. And she clearly, I think, felt those 10 minutes went really long, and mm-hmm. she had to come up with this song, and that wasn't working. Then she had to come up with the ball game, and that wasn't working, and, you know, was stressing out and saw it as, oh, my God, that was so hard. 10 minutes is way too long you know all like that's the sense i got and she's not here to give her point of view but (laughs) but i do think we saw that uh, very differently and Mm -hmm. you know i will talk to her about it another time but uh i just thought it was a good time to it's the idea of you yeah who who gets to self-regulate yeah who gets to self-regulate it sounded like the kids actually did a pretty good job of self-regulating and coming up with things to do and she was trying to regulate them for some other kind of right, regulation. Right. And I will say that there were a few kids, like uh, there was the yard nearby, and one of the kids did go over and start like, you know, banging on the sign 
And, you know, I went over and said, remember, we're not going to be in their yard. We have to play over here. So, I mean, I did Mm -hmm. regulate them a bit as well, keeping them within parameters more for neighbor relations because it was right next door to the school. Yeah. You know, I know that the kid wasn't going to actually break the sign, you know, but still, I mean, I did regulate a little bit. It's not Mm -hmm. to say that I was totally hands off. It's tricky because, you know, in, in, in this teacher who's not here's you know to play the devil's advocate like there are times as a teacher if you don't have a plan and you have right. 10 minutes of nothing right that can that usually goes very badly right um, right you, know, you had first graders so that might be a different yeah thing i'm you know i spend more time with preschoolers and i mean they can yeah. spend 10 minutes doing something but if you're just in a weird place waiting like right. that's like a really right. hard time right like if yeah. you're like oh the door's not open yet we're just gonna stand out here and wait right you know that would go really badly yeah. if you didn't right. have right a plan most of the time. And, and this is one where I mean, they had space. my plan was the space right. because even right. the way back, I'd been on a field trip with a different class and there were two different bus stops, you know, each one a different direction. Right. One had less space and it's like, we're going to this one right? and we can play on the grass right. so you did until have a plan. two minutes before. Right. So yeah, right. the plan was space and then mm-hmm. where I knew they could move in. Right. Like you knew you'd be waiting because yeah. you knew you were going to get to the bus stop right. early and then you knew that you were going to u- use more space for right. yeah, some yeah. play. So that was the plan. Right. Which is better yeah. than showing up at the bus stop like, oh, right. there's five feet and then there's a street and yeah, we all yeah, have right. to literally sit here because it's right. not yeah. safe. Yeah. Yeah. Part, of the, part of the problem is the expectation mm-hmm. because one person has the expectation that the kids will just wait without moving or without doing anything right. or... Or moving in very prescribed ways. Or yeah. moving in very prescribed ways. That's, I mean, and that's kind of true of a lot of adults when they're looking at children. They have these expectations for them not to move, just to wait. Mm-hmm. And kids cannot right. do that. Well, to move predictably. Oh, that's a good way to say it, yeah. yeah. I mean, the I think that's more than were, anything, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because I'm, I'm imagining, I can see, you know, someone's going to, you know, fall into the street, right? Don't you think that's what the, the main concern would be, yeah. is that, that you're near a street and you don't want anyone to... Right. Get oh, yeah. out of right. control, whatever that might mean, and right. get into the street. Right. I mean, that right. seems to be yeah. right. I mean, that's and a lot. I mean, that's a logical thing to be worried about in that situation. Yep. Right. Um, it's not that you weren't there and watching and making and giving right. them those right. boundaries, but depending on how yeah. comfortable and somebody else is. And I definitely positioned is. myself on the side where the street was, so if mm-hmm. they did kind of lose track of right. where they were, I could help them with that. Right. I mean, it kind of goes back. We've had conversations. I think I don't know when, but I feel like we've had conversations about you know the idea of out of control. Yeah. Right. And yep. you know, it's a different. Yeah, my right. guess is the perspective that you're kind of right. talking about is this possible? This other mm-hmm. teacher thought it was out of control, right? And you didn't. Yeah, right. I think it. I think that's very much true. And I think when we, you know, backing up into the bigger world of early childhood, when we look at, you know, behavior problems reported by teachers or special needs or expulsions, it's the same thing. It's more perspective of the teacher than the actual behavior or yeah. child. Well, I want to go back to when you said that yeah. they started um, talking to the cars. I don't know exactly what their yeah. tone of voice was. I mean, because that's something, if kids were just, uh, in my head, you know, it could it could become taunting, yeah. you know, right, even right. if it's playful. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think that I would be like, oh, great, they're taunting passersby. Right. Even, right. You know, even if they're joking, it's not yeah, yeah. a kind thing right. to do. I mean, mm-hmm. But you joined in, and you said, well, what are you going to do? And they said, we're going to give them a ticket. Right, right. And so... You joined in, and then the the play aspect of it became that's clear true. And to I, and you I and more that. clear to them. Yeah, and I did you know. do that because I was worried it was going to get more into like the taunting part of like, hey, you. And most people had their windows up, right? Right, you know. But there's occasionally the the one row there weren't as many people on it, but it has a stop sign, so those people are stopped, right? And they have their windows down often, and it, right. that's when those people could hear it. And right. but you approach it through play, yeah. I guess is right. what right. I'm trying to yes. highlight. Is yeah. you, you didn't say. 
stop. You can't talk to cars right. that are driving by or right. what, whatever. Yeah, yeah, so, right. you know, you, yeah, yeah. you entered through the play and found yeah. out more and about it. And addressed the role that and they're and playing. And you were directing it yeah. in that playful way. I right. mean, you know, it may have seemed like nothing to you, but just to be like, $25, that's a right. big ticket. Yeah, and I didn't, they I didn't really turned it into it. like a big joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, but then it changed even more with the with the honking of the horn, right? Which was their idea, um, or not? I think there there was a para there with one of the kids, and I think he may have shown that oh, child. Okay, okay, but he was just showing one child. But then you know it's that whole thing of like Contagion. it worked, and then mm-hmm. it just and it wasn't him saying you have to do this. Right, he was telling right. the one child, hey, if you do this, they might honk, and all of a sudden everyone, oh my gosh, he just made the. You know, yeah, that car honk their horn. But then it gives you, again, it's that something to do when you're standing next to a road where there's traffic and you're worried about safety and you're worried right. about children getting out. And that if someone was to have said, hey, dummy, pull your car over. And you'd be like, okay, hold on. Right. You know, then you're going to have a different conversation. But now it's changed to where something, there is this nonverbal interaction where you can be safe. And, car, right. and you yeah. as the driver... As we, you know, even as a listener, you know the pull-down motion. Yep. You can choose to give them a, a tap of the horn or not. But then there's the excitement that can still happen while still being contained. Yeah. You know, they're not running into the street like, yeah, do it, go. You know, right. it's, it's a, there was that And I think that re-centering they, of... they kind of went from a more taunting thing. And I guess it was partly my playfulness, but then, and the Paris... But then it became their own thing of they saw, like, oh, now the cars are actually interacting with us. Right. When we were yelling, pull over, no one pulled over. Right. Right. Which right. they knew they weren't going to, and that right. was kind of why it was funny. Right. right. Because right. it was so unrealistic. Right. But then all of a sudden it's like, wait, we actually can do something. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that was a really important message. And this is just a summer program. To the, so the kids, most of them don't know each other at all, and some of them knew each other from last summer. Mm-hmm. And so it's only been a few weeks in when we are recording this. You know, it was this thing of, like, they haven't totally figured out which things are hurtful, which things are... You know, even right. with each other when they're right. teasing each other. Right. They're still often going a little too far. Right. Well, I'm just having thing that like boundary. developmental stage is like a kid going into first grade is supposed to make a joke and yell at a car to, yeah, to pull right. over. Just like a four-year-old is supposed to make a poop joke. Right. And you can, you know, you can choose to get really upset about a poop joke right, or right. you can just know that that's what four-year-olds are going to do. You know, I mean, right. yeah, so it's just understanding the developmental yeah, yeah. Um, range. Is key. But I think what I'm thinking about now, too, is the conversation that you probably will have maybe already have had somewhat or that you'll continue to have. But from that teacher standpoint, as you're kind of saying, is that two adults in the same space seeing it differently... And it's okay to see it differently as right. well, that you can, but maybe that's where this is that kind of reflective piece that you talk with your team to say, you know, okay, I know you're, you're going over there to play. Great. I'll be over here singing songs. If somebody gets hurt or if they're tired right. or they don't want to do anymore, they can come over this way. If I can see they're getting anxious, I'll send them your way. Yeah. We'll kind of just have a yeah. call to each other. Right. But you have that communication. So, you know, yeah. that, and this teacher's always going to want to play games. Like, that's right. her comfort. And that's great. So it's like, okay, right. so for the kids who want to play. Right. There's this one girl, I mean, in these two weeks, like, all she wants to do is play Simon Says. It's like, <laughs> so, you know, it's like, the kids who want to play games, go to her. Right. The kids who want to just kind of fool around right. can come to me, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. And they know, like, you know, where there's certain times, there's like this little bit where we have to walk along the road, you know, right? right. To get, and it was just like, and here we can't play rough at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what we did before, and now it has to stop, and then you'll be able to again. And really being clear, because this isn't a safe place, but we'll find a safe. Right. You know, obviously, I, you know, we talk about this a lot in the show. 
make sure you always have those times. Don't say we're going to wait two hours. Right. And that's why I wanted to have them have a chance right at the beginning. Going back to planning, you being, right. being the teacher's planner, you're about to be on a bus. Right, right. You know, after sitting at you, so you could have been sitting and waiting and doing nothing. Right. And then get on a bus with kids who like to play rough. Right. Or you could have given them a chance to play right. rough. I didn't think and about then that. get yeah. on the bus. I mean, that's definitely I mean, part of my plan. I'm sure. Idea, I'm but guessing it's, it's just it's so second nature. You, you, right. But I mean, I'm just imagining the scenario where you kind of kept them like limited on what they could do, and then then said, okay, now we, you know, yeah, sit still on the bus and yeah. you know. Okay, we've we sat still for ten minutes. Now let's go on the bus and sit still yeah. again. Right. I mean, and that does happen, you know. And it's that thing of find ways. You know, and every place is going to be different with how that mm-hmm. works, but yeah, but it's just interesting. Um, well, I think w- one of the reasons they were, you know, when they're walking on that very narrow sidewalk next to the road, yeah, they're able to do that because you've already allowed them to be able to play right. and get some of that out. And you also said that, well, we'll get to do it again, right? Yeah, but right here, and I think that actually helps them understand it better. Yeah. Because if if you can't ever do anything anywhere, mm-hmm. right? How do you understand what's really dangerous and 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 what's not? Right. And the self-regulation versus co-regulation. Because in that one part, it was co-regulation. You know, the kid who does kind of not notice and starts to wander, it's like, oh, that's getting too close to the road. Right. Back over this way. Right. And I am going to be the one telling. But when we're on the grass, I didn't have to tell. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, because there's so much mm-hmm. space that he never got close to it, so he actually got to be who chose. Right. Well, it's an interesting. I mean, it's just interesting going back to what you're saying at the beginning. Perspective, like when we're in situations with colleagues, be like, oh, I wonder, I wonder what they're thinking right now. Right. You know, right. I know. I mean. Yeah. Right. Right. I know what I'm thinking. And, or, and, it, and I feel like maybe that's the. Or what do they think I'm doing? <laughs> kind of that yeah. piece that's resonating still kind of un, are kind of there for me is that maybe this is that push to really make sure you talk and know your team mm-hmm. that right. you, from yep. an adult standpoint so not that okay well yep you'll always be the quiet kind of right. soft lovey-dovey person when somebody needs coddling or cuddling they're going to be right. there you're going to be the one who likes adventurous active you know rough play that because you don't want to have that kind of labeling but internally or maybe amidst amongst the, your team you know who's going to be more comfortable with what right, right. and that you can handle situations or you can kind of look to each other like oh it is getting loud over there do you need help over there right like you can kind of work with your team yeah and you know that oh the kids over there they are playing a game that's following rules and things and and that's okay right or oh over there they're the kids are playing rough, but right. that it's not that you were necessarily bothered like oh those kids are following rules yeah right right you you know you weren't you weren't yeah it's just it's more like we were each doing our own thing uh, well, I really like the way this conversation's going, but I think just time-wise, why don't we pick up again next week and talk some more? Yeah, so, sounds, sounds good. good. Sounds good. Great. Thank you for listening to Teaching with the Body and Bond. We'll be back again next week with another episode. Music is by Big Wheel Popcorn.